your story might be the very thing someone needs to hear in order to keep going. Hi, I'm Shara, and you're listening to Life Stories. Hello, friends. Hope you're having a great day. The other day, I was looking at the analytics on my podcast to see where people are listening from. And there are some from all different countries. And I don't know how I did this, but somehow I kept clicking backwards and it took me from the United States to Earth. (laughs) I don't understand why the analytics on Anchor are like this, but you can see who's listened to your podcast on other planets, apparently. And just so you know, everyone that's listening to this podcast is from Earth. I'm just very relieved to find that out. I laughed so hard when I saw that because why would they even put that as an option? Like, do I really think somebody from Saturn is listening to my podcast? I mean, really? Now, that would be freaky if it showed that someone was listening to it from another planet. But, oh my goodness. I think laughter is so important, and I am thankful for a husband that makes me laugh. Sometimes he's not trying to make me laugh, but... I appreciate laughter. We started recording um, episodes of America's Funniest Home Videos just to have on sometimes just because they make us laugh. <laughs> so we, if I'm cooking or I'm doing something and I don't want to watch a show, I'll just turn those on. I hope that you've laughed today. I, put, I hope you've had multiple reasons to laugh today. I was thinking last night about how very thankful I am for a lot of different things. I've heard this before. I don't know. You probably have heard it too. Someone once said, what if we only woke up tomorrow with the things that we are thankful for today? It's very easy, you know, especially when life is good and everything's fine and you're not going through any diffi- anything difficult at the moment to not remember to be thankful. It's easy just to get into your routine and you know, go through the motions and you just do what you do because everything's good. But I think it's so important for us to wake up even and be thankful. And in the mornings, that's the first thing that I try to do is thank God for things in my life. And I don't go over the same things every day. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the sunshine. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I try to be thankful for are Things that I don't think about all the time, like, you know, thank you for my comfortable bed. Thank you that I have a heater when it's cold outside and air conditioning when it's hot outside for extra blankets when I need them and for our fireplace and hot running water. You know, those sound like basic necessities to us, but we're really spoiled. I mean, really, we are. We had a jam-packed weekend. We had a busy week last week. And last night, I was thankful for so many things, and I was going to share some of those with you today. They may not sound like extraordinary things to other people, but these are things that I've been thankful for this week. So this week, I have met some new women, and I have made two friends who are moms of special needs kids. One of them has several special needs kids. Both of them have kids with autism. And, you know, I have friends that have children with autism, not people that I see on a regular basis. And so I'm looking forward to getting to know these women better. I'm looking forward to sharing stories and encouragement and 
just knowing I have somebody else that's that knows what I'm going through. You know, I can do the same for them. I can encourage them and listen and, you know, give insight to anything that I've been through that might be helpful to them. But that was something I was very thankful for this week. Not something I was praying for or hoping for or expecting. But man, what an unexpected gift to have friends like that. I was very, very thankful for those women. Another thing I'm thankful for is Friday night, I was able to go watch my nephew in a wrestling tournament. So this nephew belongs to my husband's sister. And her kids are always involved in sports. And her oldest went off to college. And then her middle son, her middle child, did not play football. And this is the first year we did not get to go watch either of them play football, which was really weird. I'm not a big fan of football. But when it's people that I know and love, I am happy to support and cheer and be excited for them. But I did get to go watch his wrestling tournament. You know, I've seen wrestling before. I know what happens. I was so nervous and I kept wanting to go, be careful, <laughs> be careful. I didn't want him to get hurt. And I mean, I realized after the third time I videoed, I was holding my breath. I just, I was so worried he was going to get injured or something, but he was good. Man, he is strong. He is super strong, and he did amazing. And so that was fun. I got to watch him. And then his younger sister was there, and she and I got to talk about books. She likes to read, and so we talked about books. And I worked at an elementary school library for five years, and I fell in love with kids' books while I was there. I read some great books. And so she actually had read some of the ones that I had read while I was in school and, you know, working at school. So we talked about books, and I texted her a list of the ones that I could remember that I really liked and that was nice it was nice to be able to visit with the family because I don't get to see them a lot they live a little over an hour away but they are so busy and we are so busy and it's just it's hard sometimes when you've got kids in school and work and everything else it's hard to to stop sometimes and get to spend time together so I was very thankful that I got to spend some time with them. It was a wonderful, wonderful visit. Another thing I was thankful for this week. So my grandkids were here Saturday night. I picked them up Saturday afternoon. Normally I get them on a Saturday. I usually get them in the morning, but the five and a half year old had a uh, birthday party. And I say five and a half because every time I say she's five, she corrects me. I'm five and a half. So she had a birthday party, so I had to wait till that was over before I could go get them. And we played, and we they didn't do a lot of crafts this time. They weren't here nearly as long as they nearly as long as they usually are. But we played, and we did the girl things. We put on our robes and brushed our hair, and got all snuggled up and watched a movie. And my grandkids, I have to say, I want them to have everything they possibly want in this house. And I do say no sometimes, but mostly I say yes, because I'm not their mom, and they're very well behaved, they're very respectful and sweet, and just so much fun to be with and play with, but I want them to know they can come here, and they will be spoiled rotten. I love it. They have their own room here, and it's full of toys and games and, you know, all kinds of fun stuff, but... I want them to know that when they come here, they can have anything they want. They keep trying to take my puppy. They'll tell me, I, I really want your puppy, but they can't have her. I said, you can have almost anything in this house, but you can't have my puppy. 
But after we, after they got, took their bath and we are all snuggled up, we have a couple of oversized chairs and I was in one. The eight-year-old was sitting with me and then the five and a half-year-old came over and sat on my lap. And so I took a picture of us, the three of us together, and I posted it on my Facebook story. And I wrote something and my, the eight-year-old said, I want to read what you wrote. And I wrote, I'm going to be sad when these girls get too big to sit on my lap. And she said, Aya, we'll never be too big to sit on your lap. And I thought it was so precious. And of course, they probably will be too big to sit on my lap. But what a sweet thought from a sweet girl who feels comfortable in her grandmother's lap and wants to be here. We snuggled up and she, you know, she'll tell me things sometimes. She's not a big snuggler, the eight-year-old. She's not always been a big snuggler. So I will soak up every minute of when she wants to just cuddle with me and sit close. I just love it. So that was precious to me. I, I was very thankful that she said that to me. Another thing that I'm thankful for, and it just kind of blew my mind. So I've talked before about my youngest son who is in his late 20s, and he has autism. He's had a hard time with his sister being married and having kids. I don't know if it broke his heart. I don't know if he just has a, a hard time understanding the concept that, you know, his sister has a husband and children and it's not like it was when she lived at home and, you know, she took care of him and helped him so much. I don't know because he used to be very close to her. He loved her and he, she was, she's so good with him. She's always been good with him, but for whatever reason, he's had a really hard time and we've tried to make him be nice. We've tried to make him, you know, hang around and he just, it's like, he just doesn't even want to. And I know it breaks her heart and it breaks my heart because he's missing out on a really good relationship with his sister. I haven't been able to figure out why, why he feels this way, why he acts this way with her. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I know he thinks differently than I do. So her birthday was yesterday and I said, we need to do something nice for her. What can we do for her? That would be nice. So at Christmas, she wrote him a letter and she told him how much she loved him, how much she missed spending time with him, and that he wishes, she wishes he would want to spend more time with her. So we opened presents that morning, whatever, it wasn't Christmas morning, but the morning that we opened gifts with him. He had the letter from her and she said, you don't have to read it right now. You can read it later. So he went upstairs to his room. But then he came down about five minutes later and gave her a hug and said, thank you for my letter. Well, to me, that was huge because I didn't tell him to do that. I didn't make him do it. So I said, what can we do for her to let her know how much you love her? And he said, I can write her a letter. So he wrote her a letter and some of it was pretty funny. But he said, I don't do the family business because of my autism. That's what he said. Now, that may sound silly, but if you have a child with autism and you know how difficult it is for them to express exactly how they feel, that's a very, very big deal. It was huge to me that he could, number one, explain that his autism is what affects him socially wanting to be around people. And the other thing is that he even acknowledged he has autism. He's never done that before. Those are the things that I've been thankful for this week. I'm also thankful that we have a treadmill in the other room because after Christmas, oh my goodness, do I need it. I'm thankful for my hot coffee and my half and half. I can't imagine starting my morning without them. 
I, I want to always have a thankful heart. And I've been through times, which I'm sure you have too, difficult circumstances where you can't find anything to be thankful for. And I, I mean, I know, I know what that's like. But I think even in those times, we always have something to be thankful for. I hope that today you're able to step back and just take a look around and find new things to be thankful for. Hope you have a great day today. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.